0: Are you ready to be stirred and receive an impartation of faith to move forward into all that God has purposed for your life? Welcome to the Stirring of the Waters podcast. I am your host, Elaine Haynes. I will be sharing what the Lord has given me through the anointing of the Holy Spirit on the Logos and Rhema words of God. Welcome to the Stirring of the Waters. Today I'm asking the question, do you want to move forward? Today, receive faith to step into the new in 2022. The Spirit of God is stirring and he is asking, do you want to move forward? What is stopping you? Today, we will uncover some of the things that may be stopping you and you will receive faith to step into the new in 2022. At the beginning of the Hebraic New Year in September, I sought the Lord for a word for 5782 which was the Hebraic year that we just entered into, and for 2022. And he told me this is a year to awaken, arise, and advance. I will be going deeper into each of these aspects in the weeks to come. The number 5782 in Strong's Concordance is the word awake. And in Hebrew, it means to stir up, to raise up, to lift up. Additionally, the number two in Hebrew is bet. And the symbol of bet is a house, with an open door and in 2022 a key scripture is isaiah 22:22, and the key of the house of david will i lay upon his shoulder so he shall open and none shall shut and he shall shut and none shall open this is speaking of the authority that we have in christ jesus and the open door that is before us we are in a kairos moment in time where the door is opened and the Spirit of God is stirring us to awaken, to arise and to advance in His authority. The question is, do you want to move forward? The Spirit of God is always stirring, always moving to make Jesus known, to bring you into God's purpose for your life, to make Him known in greater ways to you, deeper revelation of who He is in you, and to make Him known to others through you. He is with you He is for you and he is moving as i said previously this is a year of open doors a year to awaken arise and advance the spirit of the living god is stirring you to awaken to all that he has put within you to do where did you stop what is stopping you now from moving forward we will be examining some of the hindrances today with the law of first mention the first mention of scripture In this case is Genesis 1 and 2 for the word stirred or awakened. The Spirit of God hovered over the waters. He moved and stirred. And as he spoke over the chaos, life was created and ordered. That word hovered in the Hebrew is the word rehap, which means to shake, move, and flutter. It is the word used where a bird broods over her young to bring to birth. In the Hebrew lexicon, we're told it is used to describe the Spirit of God, brooding, over the shapeless mass of the earth, vivifying it or bringing it to life. It's also used as a voice from heaven and in Elisha bringing to life a dead child. The Holy Spirit is always hovering, always stirring to bring to life those dead things, to bring to birth new things, to move us forward. Today, specifically, I will be focusing on John chapter five, verses one through nine, which is a beautiful example of stirring the account of the man who was had an infirmity for 38 years. 30 is symbolic for consecration and maturity of ministry. It's the age Jesus was when he stepped out in ministry. 8 represents new beginnings, new births. When God stirs our waters, it is to birth something new and to bring us to a place of consecration leading to maturity as we step out in faith, moving forward into the new that he is destined for us. I'm going to read the scripture now. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem, by the sheep market, a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool, and troubled the water. Whosoever then, first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there, which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie, and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man, when the water is troubled, to put me into the pool. But while I'm coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole, and took up his bed, and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. The word of the Lord is prophetic, and changes the nature and substance of that being spoken to. Receive the word of the Lord today. Your water is stirred. Rise up. Take up what has kept you bound. Take it up into the higher place of his authority and move forward. The pool of Bethesda had five porches and was called place of outpouring and house of grace. Bethesda means house of mercy and flowing water. And the root of mercy is goodness. We know the scripture, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. You don't have to find a pool a special place to go for mercy. God's goodness and mercy is always with you. For Christ died for your sins so that you can receive mercy upon mercy, healing, redemption, restoration, and fulfill your destiny. You are dead to sin and alive unto God. God has made covenant with you by his mercy through the blood of Jesus. There were five porches. Five also represents grace. And I declare unto you, that there is effectual grace in the outpouring of the Holy Spirit to bring forth all that God destines for your life. The word effectual actually means that there's power inherent in it to accomplish that for which it is intended. Five also represents the fivefold ministry. There are many listening that God has ordained for you to walk in the gifts of equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. If you know that God has called you to be a teacher a pastor, an evangelist, a prophet, or an apostle. It is time to allow the Spirit of Christ to move through you and step out into what he has called you to do. The blind, the lame, the paralyzed were waiting for the stirring of the waters. God is stirring the waters to move you out of the place of paralysis, where you stopped moving forward. Do you want to be made whole? Arise, step up into your true identity as a child of the King. Born anew of the Holy Spirit of God in Christ Jesus. The place of redemption, newness of life, his effectual grace is available in the power of his prophetic word. Take up your bed and walk. What bed? The bed of complacency? The bed of unbelief? The bed of agreement to the lies of the enemy? The bed of perished vision? Where there is no vision, the people perish. Habakkuk 2 and 2 tells us, And the Lord answered to me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth it. This day God is speaking the vision so you can hear it and run with it. For today is a new day, a day where the Spirit of the living God is hovering over the deep, the dead, dark, hidden places. He's stirring those waters to come above, awake, arise to the voice of the Lord. Arise, come up higher to the place where you're seated with Christ in heavenly places. No longer are your teachers hidden from you, for the teacher of the Holy Spirit is your teacher, and he is blowing a fresh wind to remove the scales of unbelief from your eyes. Awake, arise. Do you want to be made whole? Receive an impartation of faith and move forward. God said to Moses at the Red Sea, Why criest thou unto me? Go forward. John 5 and 3, the man was impotent in his legs. It means weak, powerless, diseased, without strength, feeble in any sense. Where you are weak, Christ himself is strong. He's in you. Receive his strength to go forward. He is with you. He will make the crooked places straight as you go forward. He will part the water as you go forward. He will bring provision for the journey as you go forward. There were withered, dry, shrunken. Is your soul dry? Have you shrunk back? There were the halt, the crippled, the lame. What has crippled your faith? What has caused you to halt? In 1 Kings 18, 21, And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt you between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him, not a word. Too often we halt between two opinions. We halt between the opinion where God says all that we are in him, in Christ, and then our mind of our flesh, the mind of our soul speaks its opinion, and the devil certainly has his two cents about it. Whose opinion will we follow? The word of the Lord is strength. The word of the Lord is life. The word of the Lord will propel you forward. And then in James 1, through 5-8, he tells us, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. It's time to align to the truth in the mind with the mind of Christ. It's time to align to the truth of what the Word of God says about you. He is for you. He is not against you. He has a good plan for your life to prosper you. There were the blind, physically or mentally it can mean, spiritually blind, to the truth that the Spirit of Christ himself is in you. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Follow me. Move forward. The angel or messenger troubled the water, stirred or agitated. In this scripture, the word troubled means cause inward commotion, agitate, disturb equanimity, The Spirit of God will trouble what troubles you. There are things that have troubled the life of God within you, and he is stirring to draw them to the surface, to bring you to a place of willingness to be renewed in your thinking, especially of your identity, to be reformed into alignment with his thoughts. For you have the mind of Christ. Move out of the mind of the flesh into the mind of Christ. Be still and listen, and you will hear. The Lord your God is ever near, and he is the one who opens the ear. Hear his voice today. To be made whole means healthy, well, with body, sound mind. Figurably, it means true in doctrine. You are complete in him. Colossians 2, 9 and 10 tells us, For in him, Christ, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him which is the head of all principality and power you are whole be made whole in your thinking the root of the word whole is restored grow and large increase to become to cause to be to come into being this is what whole is when you allow the spirit of god to move through you to cause you to come to allow him to come into being in your life and to allow him to bring into being all that he has desired to have come through you. You were dead to sin, alive in God, a new creature, born again, perfect in God's eyes, created in his image, one with Christ. They were made whole of whatever disease they had. That disease means sickness, ailment, infirmity, and the root. This is really interesting. To be sick of a diseased appetite, to be taken with such an interest in a thing as amounts to a disease, morbid fondness for. Some have a morbid fondness for wrong identity, the dead man that's buried with Christ, the old way of thinking, your old nature. Move forward into your true identity. I'm going to give you two examples. When I was working full-time at a career, I was managing the paratransit service at a transit agency, and I was also managing the programs for people with disabilities, And one of the people I was working closely with in an outside agency was blind. She was not born blind, but she became blind later in life. And she was a Christian. And I asked her if I could pray for her to be healed. And she said no, that she wanted to be blind because it was what she did as a living was to help people, seniors that were going blind, that she could identify with them. And There was another example of a gentleman who was at a gathering who had a disability, and I asked him if I could pray with him. And he said, no, he didn't want to be healed because he was getting money for disability. And I'll give you a third example. I had sexual abuse as a child, as did my sister. And later in life, when I was going through some things, she said, well, you know, we're just going to have to face it that we're damaged goods. And I'll tell you what, the Spirit of God rose up inside of me because I know better. I know that I'm a new creature in Christ and that what I needed to do was lay hold of that old stinking mindset and those things that were hindering me because of the wounds that I received and be healed and move forward. And that is what he's calling us to do, to be healed, to move forward, to have our mind transformed, renewed by the Word of God. Isaiah 51 and 15 This is another stirring and awakening verse. For I am the Lord your God. I stir up the sea and make its waves roar. My name is the Lord Almighty. He is here to stir up his life in you and bring forth the roar of the lion of the tribe of Judah over every place where the enemy has held you captive. Captive to old habits, old mindsets, old perceptions. It is time to arise to who he says you are. It's time to create new habits. If you want change, you have to change something. The reality is our lives are full, but many times they're full of empty things with no eternal value, wasting of time. It's time to remove some of those things and make more time for seeking God, reading his word, getting it inside you, taking steps of faith as he leads. You have to know the word to know your identity, to know what he says about you. It's time to prophesy to yourself. When you meditate on the word of God, the word meditate actually means mutter. Speaking to yourself over and over again, that's prophesying to yourself. There's a section in the first book that I wrote, Moses Shocked in the Desert, that goes into great detail about that. Maybe it's fear of the unknown that's stopping you. We like the comfortable, the routines, but we're dissatisfied because God is stirring us up to move us out of the routine and to where he is. He often dries up the river of satisfaction when it's time to move forward, and there's a new assignment. He's calling you, all of us, to a new level of faith, to trust him in the unknown and unfamiliar. Abraham, who's called the father of our faith, went out when God called him, not knowing where he was going. We want to learn something new, anything new. It's difficult and uncomfortable. When we learn to ride a bike, it's hard at first, and we have to make an effort. Our flesh is lazy and wants comfort. We don't want to go through the effort. You have to want to learn the new thing. You have to want to move forward. I had to learn a new computer program to do this podcasting, and I'll tell you, my flesh wanted to have a fit and quit, but the Spirit of God has called me, and I will do what is necessary to fulfill that calling. Sometimes we stop because of old mindsets. The infirmed man said, I have no man to help me. A victim mindset, one of lack, I can't because dot, 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 whatever you can fill in the blank, what is your I can't? I don't have enough teacher. I'm not teachers, I'm not smart enough because this happened to me. I don't have a good church to be taught. I don't have, I'm not enough. I don't have enough time, money, gifts, talents. That's a spirit of lack. When the reality is that you have all that you need through Christ Jesus. God has put everything in you, in him, that you will need to move forward into all that he is destined for your life. And he will provide everything that you need as you move forward. Seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. David tells us in Psalms 142, 4 and 5, I looked on my right hand and beheld, but there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. I cried unto thee, O Lord. I said, Thou art my refuge and my portion in the land of the living. Perhaps you might say, God's calling me to something and it's not my personality. Sometimes our personality was formed from things that happened to us, and it's not the personality given to us by God. He's stirring those waters to bring to the surface places of wounds, places of agreement to lies that were formed to protect you as a child. But those coping mechanisms and false personas will not serve you in your calling to his identity. What is What he is showing you that you have a morbid fondness for? Is there something specific? He showed me that I would dumb myself down to fit in. I was smart as a child, and I wanted to be, I wanted to fit in with everybody else. I was made fun of because I was so smart. There's no time for dumbing down now. He's calling me to be a bold witness of his power and glory in the earth. I was abused mentally, emotionally, and spiritually as a child. I was told I was crazy, and I did everything I could to not be seen as crazy, to avoid those kind of situations. And what did God do? He gave me a book in a prophetic dream that Moses shocked in the desert. And after it was published, he I had to tell people how it came about. Talk about being fearful of people telling me I was crazy, forcing me out of the shadows. My personality, as I viewed myself, was introverted, shy, unwilling to step out, hidden in the shadows. But God has delivered me from those that kingdom of shadows, those, the kingdom of darkness, and brought me into the kingdom of his Son, and now... My desire is to show forth the risen one. He is your healer. He is your deliverer. He is your creator. He is the Alpha, the Omega, what he's begun. He will finish. He's your teacher. He's the one who formed you and created you for greatness. You have Christ living inside of you. That resurrection power that raised Christ from the dead is in you and will accomplish all that he's called you to do. Romans 6 and 4 tells us, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in newness of life. Your old man is buried and dead, even as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. Even so, meaning by the glory of the Father, we should also walk in newness of life. Forget those things which are behind and reach forward into those things which are before. Press toward the mark the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus, Philippians 3, 12 through 14. Move forward. I'm going to end in this prayer out of the Passion Translation, Ephesians 1, 19 through 20. I'm going to decree this over you. I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. This is the mighty power, that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. I pray and I decree that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Be stirred, awaken, arise, and advance. Thank you for listening to the Stirring of the Waters podcast. If you liked what you heard today, visit ElaineHaines.com, that's A-L-A-N-E-H-A-Y-N-E-S.com for books, blogs, and spiritual growth. You can follow me on Facebook and subscribe at cpnshows.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. See you next week for the next episode.